Say hello to the bad guy tax season. I'm back again. Shout out to everybody in London. Yo, send me all the London music. I want to I want to I want to get a vibe of the London music before I pull up in September. Um go to taxseasonlive.com September 10th. Y'all know we pulling up in London for the London Tax Season Live show. I'm thinking about having somebody perform after I seen a couple videos that was cool, was decent. You know what I mean? Um Shout out to everybody um, emailing me, man. I didn't even know, like, I asked people to, like, email me anything. But, like, people just started emailing me with, like, questions and their problems. And I found I found myself responding and shit like, nah, nigga, you can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> nigga hit me. He was like, yo, this nigga that beat me up when I was 15 just came home. And he keep looking at me funny when I'm at the store. And I want to end this nigga life. But I be listening to you when you say you striving to overcome negative energy and i'm thinking should i handle this shit like this or should i'm like my nigga i said go buy that nigga ounce of weed you know what i mean (laughs) be like yo welcome home give that nigga (laughs) ounce of weed and leave that shit alone you dig it i'm saying that nigga ain't even worth it my nigga the nigga snuffed you when you was 15 y'all niggas is 24 you know what i mean Hold that shit down man you should have had at least six kids by then um (laughs) But um, yeah, we got the um friend zone podcast in the building right now. Hey, what's up, y'all? If y'all not familiar with the friend zone podcast, that's um Dustin, that's um Fran, and that's Asante. You dig what I'm saying? And they some cool people. They some I right, niggas sometimes. You know? <laughs> on, the, on the weekends, just shit, sometimes, depending on depending on what the where the day lands. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they I right, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm glad you just jumped right in like that. That was good. Yeah, you know, me, I'm a professional podcaster. (laughs) I need to be addressed as such at all times. You know what I mean? Don't be just talking about tax your podcaster. Shut the fuck up. No, say tax your professional podcaster. That's right. Take pride. You know what I mean? I am a podcaster. I don't know why people be saying that shit like it's some, like, they say that shit like you a pedophile. Like, you're a podcaster. I was like, no. (laughs) <laughs> just just because they dumbass don't know how to find it and shit you know what i'm saying if it was on the radio they asked to be all right but uh, yeah, it's right. what's what's a podcast oh, that's, that's, that's like live. the radio right i never right. heard of a podcast you know, dumbass, just because you can't find it and shit it's cool you gotta download what now if you at work right now you know what to do grab your co-worker's phone and download tax season on their phone That's without right. them even knowing. So one day they can see that alert and they say, what the fuck is this? And they hear that shit in their ears and they be like, I can't stand this ignorant bastard. And then they hit me like three weeks later and be like, my favorite episode is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. You know what I mean? I know how I go, man. I understand, man. I might be a little harsh sometimes in my approach. But um, I mean, well, you dig what I'm saying? That's um, right. You know, I brought my niggas in here today, man, because I don't want to I don't want to abandon the topic of black lives matter in, in the United States of America. You understand? Because sometimes we get lost. You know, what I mean, sometimes some dumb shit happens, you know, like Justin Timberlake getting slapped. Like, how could somebody do such a thing? On Wait, a golf what? course of all places, uh, man. What you mean? Wait, who smacked him? White on white crime. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Ignite white on white shit. crime. What I, happened? I can't believe somebody slapped Justin Timberlake on a golf course. It was it was 
was it was the whitest getting slapped situation ever, too, because, like, they was on a golf course. So then the nigga slapped Justin Timberlake, and then Justin Timberlake don't hit him back. He says, why would you do that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, it was, like, the whitest shit ever. Was man. it on video? Holy shit. TMZ Yo, got that shit. I didn't even see the video. I see, the like, the first article that popped up 5 in the morning because I'll be up early. And shit. So I seen like the first article that popped up about. It. I was like, "What the fuck? Why would somebody do such a thing?" That's like, that's like slapping the Pope. Like you don't slap Justin Timberlake. That's some fucking bullshit. Did Justin they, Timberlake did, has never deserved violence in his life. Did they say why he did it? I, I don't know. Some, There's no follow up right was, now. He was a fan, but it was like a dispute of some sort. <laughs> Basically, they got into it. Shit, he slapped his ass. So. And what I'm that trying to say is that white on white crime needs to decrease a little bit. Yeah, you know they got to do yeah. something about that. They're going to have to chill the fuck this out. This shit is getting out of hand. You Slapping know? each other on golf courses, man. Yo, wait up. Friend Zone has a live show coming up July yes. 13th, correct? August. I mean, August 13th. My fault. That's the day before my birthday. That's yeah. why I know. Um, August 13th, you got a live show. Where is that? Tish Auditorium. So that's at the New School on 13th Street and 5th Avenue. Yeah, and it'll be hosted by The Reed. Yes. Tax will be there. Yes. How you get the tickets? Go the to the friendzonelive.com. Friendzonelive.com. TheFriendzonelive.com. Yeah, I'll be in there, you know what I mean? Like, when you see me, you know what I mean? Make sure you, you walk up and show some respect. You Word. know what I mean? You walk up on me, you know what I mean? Like, if, you, if, you, if you're a pretty woman, like, you know what I mean? You could sniff me, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love sniffing. Um, occasionally. That's a um, new one. Yeah, I like to be sniffed. Don't you know, get into I mean, no I'm fight at our show. I don't be fighting people. Why would you say some shit like that? <laughs> you know why I would say some shit like that. Oh, man. This is yeah. bullshit. You see, this, is why, this is why you can't bring niggas like this on the show. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They may not know your track record, but I do. Shit. <laughs> Don't do no shit, no crazy shit. Oh, yeah, I met you at a show, right? That's, it, that's right. Oh, man. Your ass being crazy and God shit. God bless. And you then even at your own show, you were being crazy, too. Nah, your I wasn't being was crazy. Shit. I was trying to maintain order because <laughs> niggas was so drunk in there. Like, niggas was really drunk. They People were. had four bottles of Douce and shit. They did. Like, mm-hmm. so niggas to was themselves. twisted in there. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, no. Just in this girl up. came up to me. She was like, yo, tax. They bought all the douce in the liquor store across the street. I'm like, where? She's like, there's none. I was there. Everybody on the line was like, douce, douce. So I'm like, yo, you going to taxis and show? And they like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Words. It's so, a hit. <laughs> so, so the motherfuckers was douce out. And when you give 500 people too much bottles of Kanye, meanwhile, it's two people coming together with one bottle of douce. You know what I mean? So they drunk as a motherfucker. Out laid out. Man. Yeah, but it's cool. But yeah, I wanted to just speak about, man, um, you know, all the bullshit, the, the series of unfortunate events that um, black people have been going through on camera and there's just not being any justice whatsoever. You know what I mean? Just nothing. Where it's like, to the point, it's like, it don't even matter if it's on camera. And it's crazy. Now that this on camera, we get like this small victory. Like, yeah, fucker, we got you. And it's like, we ain't got nobody. You got nobody. You know what I mean? But even the doctor, the one this week was the doctor, right? That was he a doctor? Maybe he's not a doctor, but he was um, he ran out to help an autistic patient. Yeah. Did you see that video? No, I couldn't watch the video. Yeah, actually, to be honest, I didn't watch it either because I just. I just filled my quota. Yeah. yeah, like there's but so much I can watch in one in one month. But 
the story was basically I'm just not sure if he was like his therapist or if he worked he was right yeah he was his therapist one of his clients who I believe happened to be white right <clears throat> right I think and he oh, oh, yeah they were like on the about, yeah. yeah and I he was like on the shit. floor with his arms up and when the cops came he literally the doctor the therapist had his arms up and was like listen he's autistic he's not armed it was a toy truck he put his arms up you can see he was like speaking very clearly he even laid back like so they could see that he clearly was unarmed and totally surrendering and they still shot at him and then when they asked later why did you shoot the cop said i don't know that was literally his answer what kind of shit is that (laughs) i don't know what kind of shit is that like Uh, i don't know and then later they said they were trying to shoot the autistic patient and then but they handcuffed him though right the therapist so you know the stories just didn't make any sense but like you said the fact that even with the videos you could see people clearly with their hands up there was someone else just last week yeah even after Philando Castillo there was another case with an older gentleman I'm not sure what state it was where you saw it was like at a gas station did you see that one and he had his yeah yeah, and he had his hands up I mean these videos the thing is, is that the fucking help. laws is designed for us to fail, even if we're morally correct. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So where it's like where it is now is like it's like morally correct isn't um correcting the law. So it's like it's a, it's a difference right now. So it's like motherfucker, you just gonna die. He's right. a cop. He shot you. He has a right to. It's the law. You know what I mean? And that shit is just confusing to me. Like, I just really don't understand. Like, I just telling y'all earlier, um, the actor Ramali Malco, I seen a video on his website and that shit like blew my fucking head off. He's so smart. Like the shit blew my head off. Like I watched the shit like five times, like over and over again. And he was just breaking down slavery and breaking down how the, um, the, the, the jail system was set up, the prison system. And that shit like blew my fucking head off to realize that, you know, um, the prison system was like literally created the same year that slavery was abolished. You know what I mean? And like Damn. it was for us. It wasn't for no other purpose. And it was like, yo, if you looked at a white woman 10 years, it was a felony. If you drank from a fountain, if you did certain things like they created the laws for that purpose. And now it's like the same exact thing. You know what I mean? To this day, it's just in a different way. And that was it looks like we got more freedom, you know what I mean? It's reformatted we get to work slavery. At the same place, we go to the same schools, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool. We got a black president, but the laws is not that. Like the laws is not freedom because it's not for for both ends. For instance, as far as like crack <sighs> motherfucking crack and cocaine, like dudes was doing 25 years for crack and Dude's getting caught with three times the amount of cocaine and doing only motherfucking three years. You know what I mean? But even them, I don't know if you saw the article where Nixon's aide, they had like found, they had unearthed some, um, an interview he had done years ago. I think it was like 20 years ago where he was speaking on working with Nixon and how Nixon created a campaign because he was like, okay, what are our biggest threats to the government? And it was the left, which um, the hippies, and then black people. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you can't make that illegal. 
<laughs> to be a hippie or be black. So we have to create fear campaigns surrounded or, you know, around them that can change the perception. So that's why they started making hippies seem like these druggy, you know, like really hallucinatory, like fucked up people. And then black people, they had you look like criminals with the hoods and putting drugs in our neighborhoods and making us look like we're the drug dealers. We're the ones putting these drugs, which everyone knows it wasn't us, you know. So everything was just very calculated. It was like literally a campaign to get us out of the way. And it's almost like that today when you really look at the the hashtags, how... You know, we'll start Black Lives Matter and then people will be like, oh, all lives matter. All these distractions, they just pop up almost to take away from the fact that there's a really big problem here. Black people, people are being killed, like not just accidentally shot, killed. Like, I I don't know for someone just being shot is like stupid as hell. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that we can't just sit up here and talk about what the fact what what's really happening without it being seen as black people just asking to be humans it's just it's it's sickening like it, so here's the thing right because you can't change the way that people think period mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't explain you know being black and expect white people or not all white people but the white people that are doing this shit to be like okay you know what y'all are right we quit so what we have to do is be the people that are in the position to create them very laws that you were just talking about tax that are designed to keep us fucking pinned you know set aside together you know just in misery and shit we have to be the people that are in the position to create the laws niggas have to start running for office it starts on a municipal level you need to start running for city offices you need to start running for state reps start running mm-hmm. be the per be start being the politician start getting in the position to have that power to determine the laws and to create this shit where we can really like create a change for our need. Nobody knows what we need like us. We know. True. So stop, stop trying to, well, not stop. It's great that we've been protesting and bringing awareness to certain things and we need to continue those efforts, but it's also time to start putting ourselves in positions of power. And the one way that we can start doing that is by running for office. If you, if you can do it and if you know how to, how to create these changes and if you are, familiar with the nuances of the law and, and running for office, do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that people can vote for you and you can be in a position to make decisions on the behalf of people that you understand. So that's it. Take that, take that. <laughs> Before the 9-9 nine, nine and the 2000. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, real shit though. Like um, me, I think, you know, I keep preaching financial freedom. Because, you know, in order to change, like, what's in the government, you need money behind you. For instance, that's why Trump could brag and say, I have no donators. I have no he doesn't even have ads. any money up for me. Like, he does, he's doing it all on his own mm-hmm. because of financial freedom. Trump can speak the way he speaks because of financial freedom. There's nobody that could say, NBC could say, we're taking this away. He's like, so fucking what? Right. That's fucking, you know, 0.5% of my income. You know what I mean? What are you affecting? You know what I mean? And that's where we, we fucked up at. It's to the point to where you can't, you know, you can't go get fired from your job and be like, oh, I ain't got to worry about it because tax will hire me. You know what I mean? Because we own no industries. You know what I mean? We own no steel. 
we own no farmers. Like, where's the black farmers? I think, like, we really got to start from the bottom with supporting each other and supporting black businesses literally to the T. Like, making the dollar circulate within us. Like, yep. it has to be that way. That's the only way we can empower each other. Yeah. You, you, seriously. Like. No, it's true. And I remember we had this conversation before tax where we saying mm-hmm. a lot of what happens too is um, you start off as a small black business, you know, you get some traction, you start growing, and then it's usually a bigger white corporation that catches you right mm-hmm. at your peak yeah. and buys you out. And a lot of the times, you know, we'll give in to those opportunities yeah. because we don't think of the long game. Because we the new slaves. Right. We don't so think of generational we need this wealth. Money. So we need this money right now. So we only thinking about the right now. But factor. not generational. So, but not here's the thing, though, because, like, mm-hmm. needing that money right now, that's a real circumstance for it a totally lot of is. people, right? Yeah. Sometimes you have an immediate need that you have to satisfy. Mm-hmm. So, so where the work needs to be done is you have to be savvy with your shit, right? right? If you got an idea, if you have a company and you have a product, and and a major corporation, you if you have a product that's successful on a level where you know that you can be courted by like major corporations for a buyout, then use that same business savvy and have a backup plan where you have another great idea that all you need is the resources. So yeah, you might have sold that one, but guess what? Now you have that very financial freedom that you were speaking of, mm-hmm. and you can put the resources behind this yeah, other great also- idea. That you, you don't have to sell. You take a lot of them. You could keep taking them shits. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's in order to build yourself, though. You know what I mean? What happens is that we get we get enslaved from the money because we get comfortable with the check that we getting. So it's like, yeah. well, I'm good. I could do this. I could do this. I could travel here when I feel like it. I'm good. I don't need nothing else. But it's like, no, you do. You need something else so your grandkids could be good. Mm-hmm. That's true because I, I went to private school for high school and – I remember the kids that I went to school with, they had such a one up on me because I was I didn't have financial literacy. So, you know, I was 17, 18 in credit card debt already, you know, and then a lot of times I'm sure people can relate. You know, your your parent might put your name on the light bill. (laughs) You you were like, your credit is fucked when you're like four years old. (laughs) That's a fact. You know, like it happens. It's, it's, It's a lot of what happens, especially if you're from the hood. But I think um, going to school with white kids that were wealthy, what I realized was they had trust funds. You know, they were graduating at 18 and heading into the business world with $100,000 already waiting for them. Uh, A million dollars for some of them, maybe even more, you know. So I was hustling backwards Mm because I was coming into the business world with debt and they were coming into the business world with funds. Mm -hmm. And that kind of made me realize, like, you know, it wasn't my mom's fault. It wasn't my dad. They did what they could. They learned from their that parents. actually never was your mother's fault or the parents' fault because what happened was it was the white people's fault. You understand? We was put there. We was put, we was, we as a race was placed in debt. You understand? Mm-hmm. We, we had a lack of funds, a lack of education, a lack of any resources possible it took us generations to get in the industries, you know what I mean? Because well, the country was built on our backs. Exactly. You so the I mean? more and so more, they had a one I always want to preach, like, because, you know, people always be like, oh, motherfuckers, are just going back to slavery. And it's like, nigga, that's the fuck it is. It. <laughs> like, we still fucked up. 
Like, what don't you understand behind that shit, nigga? Like, we fucked up. Like, it's literally because of slavery. Because That was the starting point of it. And they kept us with it with the laws that they made and everything else. And we're still being affected by it today. And people don't, white people especially don't want to acknowledge that for the people that want to, you know, pretend they're disconnected from that idea. Like, oh, we're not racist. Like, you don't have to be racist, but you do still have to acknowledge the fact that you have that one up. When you are a white person. Wendy Williams, dumbass, didn't feel like she uh, had to acknowledge it. And what happened? It was a black woman in power over at Chevrolet that said, oh, "Oh, for real, that went to an HBCU. That that went to an HBCU that Wendy Williams said was unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And guess what she did? Snatched that fucking endorsement deal under from wow. underneath Wendy's Wow, I did not yep. know that was humbled her, deservingly so. And, and the next week, Wendy was rapping Biggie lyrics on her show, <laughs> and then she then she had Roland <laughs> Martin said it wrong, come on right? The show. Right, it said it still said it wrong. It had Roland <laughs> Martin come on the show to educate her so she could say, first, I want to give an apology and all that shit. It was it was so it was so insulting and disgusting. But like that's what you're dealing with. So not only do we have to, to to thwart, you know, the bullshit from ignorant ass white people, not all white people, not but all we're white talking people. about the ignorant, the ignorant white people Absolutely. that are that are doing Whiteness. these things. You know, we have to deal with that, but then we also have to deal with stupid ass niggas like Wendy Williams that are in positions that that, that, that could really have some impact and really make some change, mm-hmm. but instead want to sit up on national fucking television Daytime. and say that there's no need for HBCUs or the NAACP. Yeah, that was crazy. She could do a lot for, like, women with big shoulders. Like, uh, Yeah, she could. <laughs> like, the... The women with wide shoulders community, with big back community, is huge also. So I feel like she failed a lot of people, you know, blacks, women, and the big back women community. So. She built like a baker's rack, dog. Yo, she she built like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. She is. <laughs> um, I'm mad at y'all. Um, no, but it's true. I think privilege. The conversation of privilege is definitely... Because I, you know, like I said, being that I went to private school, I remember having these conversations with people like, yeah, but my fa- I didn't own slaves. You know, my family didn't right. own slaves. It's like, I get that. No one's saying that you own slaves, but you have to admit, like Asante said, you are where you're at because of the financial benefits you gained from the business of slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, and, sure. and we didn't profit because we were the workers. We were the labor. Mm-hmm. You know, but you were the ones that were able to have this trust fund now. Yeah. While I'm still climbing up. No forty acres in a the mule. They gave us a forty cal and some crack. Right. Right. And then Nixon. called us thugs. Right. Left us poor, gave us drugs, and then called us thugs. Yeah, you are you guys are thugs, motherfucker. You made us that motherfucker. A thug is an unintelligent motherfucker. If you fucking um 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 deprive motherfuckers of education. And 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 give them drugs and give them a gun and call them a thug, and then decide what neighborhoods they can live in. Exactly, and keep and us keep... in these buildings that are falling apart, living on top of each the other. Elevator, 
Yeah, living on top of each other like sardines, like uh, projects and, and with then 54. send cops that grew up in in five bedroom homes, right, oh, to come man. patrol to us. Yeah, and then the school, you know, the education, like you said, is poor already. Then let's talk about food too. Then the supermarkets, uh, poor diet. You know, oh, I you see the the a head of lettuce looks so crazy <laughs> in some places. Man. You know, your, no, lettuce, your head of lettuce look like a Coogee sweater. <laughs> you like what the fuck is going on, man? That's how you know where you at. You be like, oh yeah. shit, I'm in yeah. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that. I hate that I have to go downtown to get groceries that are like not expired. You know, so it's 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 crazy how people don't realize how calculated every realm of our lives has been from what we eat to, you know, the drugs that we're put in to the type of education we're getting. They don't never have Brussels sprouts at the store in the hood either. I'm sick of that shit. I like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Put you some garlic powder Niggas, and some butter. Over a little, little, little kosher salt. I like butter Brussels sprouts. For real. Man. See, it's black people up. want Brussels sprouts it's too now. fucked up. Yeah. 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 Brussels sprouts matter. Yeah. Black Hell community. yeah. For real. Hashtag that motherfucker. <laughs> we gotta find out, man. I got a I got a list of white foods I've been making that that they correlate with Trump supporters. <laughs> really? So, um, give yeah. give us a couple of dishes. Yeah. Ambrosia said. <laughs> chip chip corn beef on toast. And shit. She said chip right? corn beef though. Right. Yeah. What else? Oh shit. Old ham. Yeah. Nah, seriously, like I'm a, I'm gonna drop it next week though. I'm gonna drop it next week. It's just you just gotta watch out. You know, when you're in certain spots, you look over to their plate and you'll figure out who you sit next to. Are you eating quinoa yet? Yeah. I I don't even know how I ended up eating that shit. You know what? <laughs> And it be the chicks from the projects. They be like, nah, you got to try quinoa. <laughs> oh, so it's popular now. And then they name their kid that shit. <laughs> right, quinoa. <laughs> quinoa Williams. It, it's pronounced quino, quiona, quiana. Not quinoa Nigga, nigga four years old with a man bun. You're like, nigga, you ain't even a man. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. A man yo. bun and some Jordans and shit. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to Melinda and Janine. Used to suck their nephew dick in the crib and stuff. Oh, oh, damn man! What? Wow! It's just a thought that came to my head. I'm sorry, y'all. They got us in doing liquor, man. Damn oh, man! But yeah, um, where did the what place did the liquor take you back to to think about that? Melinda, he just told you. Yeah. I mean, was it Melinda's liver? It was really something in the cup. Not a shit. I don't know what happened. Like it literally just snapped to a scene where I was like, yo, they really was sucking their nephew dick. In the living room. That's crazy mm. as fuck. This kid man. was like two years old. They like, what? are you supposed to do that? I'm like, where? Where do you do that? What? I'm like, you, you might be, you might be fucking this kid life up. Yeah, but um, shout out to them. Oh no, oh, no shout out. Or not. No, sh- oh, no. no shout out. No, not you. Know what I mean, God bless them. God, yeah. God bless them. Because them, them, they got a long way to go. <laughs> They'll be okay. Black Lives Matters, though. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> In a serious note. Yeah. So now we got Michael Jeffrey Jordan oh. in the news. Um, yeah. Today um, he gave uh, $1 million to the NAACP and $1 million to the police. That was just a, a, a donation way of saying all lives matters. You know what I mean? Right. And not saying it, not really choosing a side. The fuck the police need some money for? My issue right. with Jordan for my issue with Jordan is is you know, come on, you see what's going on. You you just you so black, you so black. You one of the blackest niggas on the planet, right? And 
<laughs> if you wasn't who you who you were, you know what I mean, you probably would be like a crackhead nigga from Brownsville because some reason is mad tall ass crackheads from Brownsville. But um, work at the car wash. <laughs> Michael Jordan do look like he could work at a car wash in another life. <laughs> that nigga oh has shine a tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, seriously, like Booked I don't mirror. believe this dude. Like you know, and and I just want to say shout out to Camelo Anthony for like standing up and like really <laughs> saying so because he's down with Jordan Brand. He, <laughs> yeah, said, it's yeah, yeah, he said it's finally. About finally time. He said something about time. <laughs> Camelo Anthony is moving like a G out here. For real, man. I was I, I didn't you feel a sense of pride. Man? Nah, I, I love that nigga right now. Like yes. just to see him moving like this when there's really nobody else with him. Yep. And to see him doing that because I know he's in the position where they could say, Yo, fuck you, Camelo, and take that money from him because they'll they'll create you and then they'll break you. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to see him in that position and, you know, just risking his Risking his career and everything else for 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 the right, you know. And he what has I mean? a family and everything. Yeah, yeah, he got a family. You know what I mean. And his his wife play on power. Who knows what might happen? You know what I mean. So right. I just want to say shout out to Camelo Anthony and fuck um, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> nigga should ban that nigga. Like seriously, y'all. Like nigga should ban Jordan. We should treat Jordan the same way that niggas treated Bill Cosby. Seriously. All this nigga has done for us is supply sneakers. You know what I mean? The motherfuckers out here getting killed for shit, all types of shit. That motherfucker's supposed to be doing so much shit inside the neighborhood. Like, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be Jordan Community Centers outside the way we support that motherfucker. You know what I mean? For real. <laughs> I never. You know what I always realized, though, is that we love to support a motherfucker that don't fuck with us. That's one thing about life. Like That's we, true. We always with some other bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm a, I fuck with him. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. And it's like, you know, Jordan, man, he ain't for us, man. We got to understand the black people ain't for us, man. And they they for the, that was some PR team shit. Like, yeah, I think it's a great time, a great move for us if we um, say something this time. Right. What do you, uh, what do you think about ASAP Rocky? Um, I don't really think nothing about that nigga at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> to the truth. Like, he cool, you know what I mean? But like. I seen what he said or whatever about, you know what I mean? Because somebody actually was tweeting me this shit, and I, like, retweeted it, and it went everywhere. But um, I understand people like him, and I don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think what happens with some black people is that we get a little bit of money, and we get into a comfortable space, and right. we get a whole bunch of European friends and white people. It's just, you know, they cool because they're naive to the – to what we go through or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And everybody's cool and everybody's just having fun. And we don't realize what's really going on. Like, he don't realize that, like, nigga, you still, like, you still look like a nigga named Tyrone even though your hair look perm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you might get shot, like, if you if you land in the wrong spot one yeah. day. Let him get pulled over in the wrong neighborhood And still. that shit got to come close to home. And sometimes you're so far away from home Removed. that yeah. you don't understand it. Yeah, I was saying that on the show the other day when we had our episode on Black Lives Matter. Like, you know, we get up in arms with celebs when they start pushing the all humans and all lives matter. And there's no justification for it. But I also feel like if you are making money from white people and then getting driven from your house in the hills to your studio to your concert to make more money with these white people, you're living in a bubble that has nothing to do with those of us who 
have to get on the train and walk down the street. You know, after this, I'm walking. I'm walking through Harlem past the police vans and the the cameras Mobile that are command centers, right? You Sky know, Watch like towers. so. That's a different reality that we have. What I don't appreciate though is when they try to act like our reality isn't happening. Right. That's the part that pisses me off. Like, yeah, if you are in your little celebrity bubble, I get it. You're disconnected. Like when J Lo, I'm like, J Lo's been rich for like forty years. Yeah. Like she, she don't remember the six, the six chain. Right. Yeah, she hasn't it's taken not, that in I a bet minute. She's not no Jenny from the block. Okay. Right. She's she, more like Jenny from the yacht. Right. Jenny, from the, Jenny from the Gucci Fiat. Yeah. Right. That you bitch know. left Diddy in ninety nine. Yeah, right. like she was famous at what, seventeen when she was dancing on a living color? Like her yeah. So that's a huge disconnection, you know, so while, I, like I said, it's not a justification, but they, I just feel that they should just not say anything. Thank you. Yeah. Like, That's if you feel that say. way, well, just fuck J-Lo, too. Like, you know, <laughs> when you really think about it, it's like, who gives a fuck about J-Lo? Like, <laughs> do you matter? That's the real question. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, when you really think about it, it's like, like J-Lo ain't been popping since, like, Who's J-Lo? Niggas don't want to fuck you no more, J-Lo. Like, I'll fuck you. I ain't gonna lie. I will. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> niggas don't really want right, to fuck you. Like, I'm not gonna go out my way to. You know what I mean? Like, you like that that chubby chick to put powder in her ass. Like, nigga ain't just gonna oh. <laughs> What? Call you. Like, if a nigga around you one day, niggas just be horny. So, you know, niggas do dumb shit sometimes. But I, I, I say all that to say this, man. What you should do when you home alone is sip do say and read the Bible. Yeah. Mm, but, um, in silence. Like biblical times, huh? Yep. In silence with the Santa Santa Maria candle. <laughs> Jonathan right. Mena. Jonathan Santa Santa right now. Maria candle <laughs> in here. And he, I he brought the, the botanica vibes up in here. El Salvadorian dude. <laughs> Y'all know I'm from Michigan, and, and in Michigan, in black neighborhoods, niggas light up the money house blessing candles. Oh. <laughs> with the Indian That's on the front. Fact. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah. Because tax, it's the candle, and it's the spray, the air That's what the fact. Yeah. It's the spray. With the Indian on the front, the money house blessing. <laughs> Ooh, so it's the same shit, thing. That just smell good too. Yeah, I need some money <laughs> house blessing. Yeah, let me, let me text this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and, and everybody need to read Bobby Brown's book too. Bobby Brown got a book right here. His memoir. Yeah. Bobby oh, Brown. Shit. Bobby I'm Bobby Bobby this. Brown's book is good as hell, y'all. Everybody been talking about that. I need to get on that, uh, son. Nigga Bobby Brown. Oh shit! I'm definitely he keeping reading. it real in the book, and he, and what it's it's really interesting to hear these stories about him being a young teenager making millions and millions of dollars. Seventeen years yes. old. Pumping. He was from the yes. hood, right? Ain't from nobody. The hood. That's Ain't crazy. Nobody. Yeah, it's just it's just a really good story. Bobby Brown, one of my idols, crackhead or not? Yep. <laughs> and him and him and Mike Tyson was friends, man. Mm-hmm. And he felt guilty because the night before. Mike Tyson lost. Never mind. I ain't going to tell you. I buy the book. Read the book. <laughs> Dang, yeah, I, I am going to read it. Yeah. I am going to read this shit. Bobby Brown definitely had an interesting life. You know what I mean? He had he 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 penetrated America's sweetheart. Yes, he um, did. He penetrated. And they made it. Yeah, I mean that in mad different forms. And he he he. <laughs> They made it seem, you know, like it was Bobby who turned her bad. But me and my experience with women and what I've learned, I feel like she was bad and wanted to be bad. You know what I mean? 
And I don't even want to speak on dead people because I know how y'all be talking about. Oh, you speaking on the dead? And it's Whitney. Oh, we miss you. I'm with Whitney. Whitney was Whitney was that bitch, and she was that bitch when she said she was fun. Crack is whack, my nigga. <laughs> okay, crack is cheap. Crack is cheap. She asked for receipts. Okay, crack is cheap. <laughs> crack took me down. Though. How you going? Show me the receipts. <laughs> but you know, but back back to the matted hand, right? Black lives, you know, well, black lives, you know, um, we got to always remember, man, we got people like mystical out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where you going, Tex? Where you going, Tex? Come on, man. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> Where you going? Mystical literally got a song about meeting a woman at the mall looking at baby shoes. What? For real. He'd be like, I was at the mall. A girl walked by. I looked at her booty. It looked like her booty said, hey, boy. And he was like, she was looking at the baby shoes and shit. Like, that's what the song is no, about. Mystical actually has a song talking about rape and then went to jail for rape. That was Damn, the craziest art, shit. Art in life. That was the craziest shit. Nobody noticed it. Like I didn't know how it slipped by notice. people. It slipped my. I mind. step up in here with my dick in my hand. Don't make me have to put my foot in your ass. Be cool. <gasps> and don't worry about. This is, baby, this is what I do. No. And you know, shout out Stop to Mr. Cool, you know, being home. And and you know how many times we've danced to that at the club, not so even realizing. That's the same song. That's another one. I don't know. But them shit was fire when he made them. That's but, you the know, same. one day Damn. I was just listening to this shit. And I said, wait up. This nigga might be a rapist. This shit's like some rapist shit. Why would you just step into the room with your dick in your hand? You and know what I mean? And be cool. Right. Be cool. Like, yo, everybody get on the floor. Be calm. Nobody die. Nobody get hurt. <laughs> yo, that's, I, that's crazy. Damn, that's a bad omen. Because I just, I just kicked myself early. I was about to sing R. Kelly songs. I was like, oh, I can't do that no more. Yeah. Now I can't do Mystical no more. Kevin Gates. R. Kelly got so much fun. Fucking good records. Oh man. my I mean, god! I mean, good like music. Man. Oh my god! god damn, I don't please like don't. this motherfucker. Uh, I can't listen to you. Wait, you, know. you said Kevin Gates too? What, yeah. what Kevin Gates did? Well, you know, Kevin Gates is just being on his uh, All Lives Matter train right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, so I just can't, can't really deal. With I've him been right told now. people about him. And he's you a know cousin, what I mean? He's a cousin a fucker. A cousin fucker. Yeah, he's a cousin I'm fucker too. Kevin Gates is smart, but what happens with people like him is that they get educated in the wrong way. Um, mm-hmm. um, he got educated in prison from the wrong educators. So, and I peeped it the first time I ever heard him speak. Like, I like this music. I heard him on Pusha T shit first. I'm like, this nigga's fire. And I thought he was fire just off one hook. Like, yeah. I wanted to hear what else he had. And first time I heard him speak, I was like, oh shit, I know who you are, nigga. You're a bullshit nigga. <laughs> I know exactly. I've been in prison. I've been around. I met you many times before. So when I heard him speak, it was just so funny how many people was like awed by it. Like, yo, he's so intelligent. I was like, y'all what? niggas is dumb. Y'all <laughs> niggas is fucking dumb. The same way I told y'all niggas about Joe Button, and now y'all hitting me after he did the Brilliant Idiots interview talking about tax. You were right. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? shit. I got to watch that. Yeah, you got to listen to the shit. But, you know, he doing the same shit spending or whatever. You know, I just got mad. I don't really know how to control that type of shit when people playing with you and shit. So well, I'm like, what? Stone. What are you talking about, my nigga? Do you miss like, having I Joe Button observe on your show? You. I want to observe you. You know what I mean? But um, you know who I want to observe? I want to observe Rory. Oh, yeah. Uh, that cat is cool. Dope. I want to observe Rory. That nigga's retarded. You know what I mean? I want to observe Rory. I just figured out the other day. I was like, this nigga is Joe Button's lawyer slash therapist. 
He bring yo. He just tells you what Joe Button's thinking before he even answers the shit. You gotta listen to the interview. I'm like, holy shit, who is this nigga? <laughs> Word, yo. I want to speak to Rory more. I didn't realize it. I really figured it out. I was like, Rory, Rory, yo, yo, tweet Rory. Make sure I tweet Rory. <laughs> Rory, know that. I've been thinking about him. I've been saying his name a lot lately because I've been trying to figure him out. Because when I get confused, I start like trying to figure you out. Like, yo, this motherfucker. You crazy too, Rory. Rory is bugged the fuck out. Is that who he does the podcast with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I just see. We talking about a different Rory. The cover. He cool. He retarded though. No, (laughs) not retarded. I'm not supposed to use that word. You're an ableist. I I keep being told. You're an um, ableist. An ableist? That's the that's the term for using that. I, I said retarded or, re, yeah, I said retarded or crazy or something. What's the correct term? An Republican. Ableist? Disabled. Repub- <laughs> 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 no, I yeah, think no, it's I disa- you, disabled. <laughs> disabled. You really think he's disabled? disabled? And mentally in some type of form or either that or you're a dick rider and I won't call him by a dick rider. I don't like doing that. I just don't like calling motherfuckers that shit. Like seriously. Cause you know, like I admire people, you know what I mean? And shit like that. And I like, I have people be like, yo, you're a dick rider. I'd be like, yo, I like that nigga, man. That nigga shit fire. You know what I mean? Like, what the right. fuck you want from me, nigga? Like, why I gotta be a dick rider? I don't care for the nigga like that. You know what I mean? So like, it's rappers that I be, like, promoting and pushing their shit, and people be like, yo, why the fuck you don't bring them on the show? I be like, yo, I don't even want to speak to that nigga. I just <laughs> like his music. Like, That's real, though, man. Like, you know what I mean? Seriously, like, yo, I could literally have a rap every week, but I really don't. I don't be caring to speak to them nigga. I don't even be caring what the fuck they think about. <laughs> Which goes back to the conversation we was just having about that All Lives Matter bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, J-Lo. I don't give a damn how she feel about absolutely nothing, dog. I really? just want to see her dance shit. and act. Just like Dave That's Chappelle it. said, I'm, Ja Rule might not have the answers I want right now. <laughs> Real. <laughs> it said somebody called Ja. <laughs> nah, I got to play that shit. I watched this shit 67 times this morning. Somebody called Ja. Somebody called Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to that nigga Ja, man. So many times today, man, because I said people really be feeling like that. I seen somebody right on Facebook, and she was, like, going off. I, for, I forgot who it was. She was like, fuck this motherfucker. They don't never speak up. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that's what I wonder. Why oh, Why shit. do we care so much what celebrities have to say you about? you what? That's our only heroes. Our only heroes is celebrities. If you look at if you look at um the Caucasians that they, they they're like their heroes are Donald Trump and um these other politicians is big. They aspiring to be politicians. You know what I mean? We're not aspiring to be 
motherfucking sentence and, and being in that shit. You know what I mean? Because it's just not our culture. It's not what we was brought up in. But they understand that's their culture and that's what runs the country. Yeah. So that's what they trying to do. You know what I mean? So we look up to the Jay-Z's and Beyonce's and, and, mother, and the Little Caesars. You know what I mean? <laughs> because we see how they made it. And the cash dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cash Doll. Shout out to Cash Doll. Shout out to Cash Doll Snapchat. Oh man, yes. that girl was shaking that ass. I love you, Cash Doll. <laughs> Black ass matters also. I can't wait for her to drop some new heat. Word yeah, up. drop some music, Cash Doll. Yo, come up, come to New York and come on the show and stop fucking playing. Come on, Cash. Everybody Doll. tweet Cash Doll and say go on tax season. And the friends on. And the friends on. I would love for her to twerk in front of me and just bring her positive energy. Her positive brings. energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Cash Doll got some gems for these hoes. She would be perfect on Yeah, she do got some gems. She like, posted a video today talking about how um, she, she, you know, she was happy with everything going on in her life. And because of that, she wasn't going to let these motherfuckers steal her joy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She was See? like, I'm She's winning. She's also a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. She said, I'm winning, and if I ain't, then let me think what I think, motherfucker. And hey. I appreciated that. Damn. That spoke to me on the spiritual hey. level. So, Damn. You know, yeah. Shout out to motherfucking Cash Doll, a.k.a. the Dolly Mama. Yeah, I mean. I love Cash Doll. When I found her on Snap the first day she was on there twerking after she was crying, I was like, nah, this is some beautiful shit. <laughs> this bitch just cried on the shit and it started twerking about nine fucking Snapchat seconds later. See? <laughs> I was like, this is the type of energy that I need to know that life is good out there and we, we built for progression. Yeah. You know what I mean? Balance. Shout out to all the black people that motherfucking just give joy. You know, we some joyful motherfuckers and that's yes. why people love our culture so much because they don't understand like, yo, you niggas is fucked up. And still have fun. Why y'all so happy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I say all that to say this. We shouldn't be happy, y'all. We got shit to do. A lot. For real. We got shit to do. Let's build our fucking communities up. Just like I said, like, I, farming, man, it's some huge shit. And it's a part of, like, eating and, like, they fucking poisoning us right now, B. Like, with almost all the fucking food in the entire country. Every other country you go to, like, you look at a fucking banana. It's a different size. You know what I mean? Like... That's true. Even um, I remember the first time I I forget. I think I I don't even remember where I had traveled to and I saw a strawberry and like raspberries and they were so tiny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, these are so small. Are these like mini Shout berries? Shout out to Dr. CB too <laughs> right? coming on the show. <laughs> and they Dr. were like, Dr. CB gonna be on the show? Yeah, really? Yeah, he's a wow. Oh, you gotta wow. I have to be there you when that happens. Honduras, beloved. Oh my goodness. That's like, <laughs> right? Full circle. There's some no true, happening. but he, but um, talk about he, but when <laughs> I first saw the fruit, I you know thought it was like mini berries, and they were like, no, this is the actual size. In America, you guys have everything <laughs> pumped with hormones, that's what we and antibiotics, and that's why you know for mass production they have to increase the size of things. And I was so disgusted. I was like, I don't even want to eat the fruit. What the hell we been? Yeah. Yeah, like it, Yo, it blew my it's, mind. It's actually slightly a different taste. Everything like, tastes different. It's different. Like, you really notice it. You're like, wait up, this shit don't taste like this, my nigga. Like, what the fuck is going on? So the more and more you get educated and you realize, like, yo, like, for instance, um, Dr. Umar was on The Breakfast Club 
And he said, basically, like, yo, we the only motherfuckers that ain't from here that can't go back home. We can't get deported. Right. And that shit is real. That's real shit. We not from here, motherfucker. Why we can't get deported? You know what I mean? Seriously, because we sitting here hostages. We ain't get our 40 acres on mule. They just kidnapped us here and then put us in the poorest situation and created prisons. They done with us. That's why they say, they say go back all the time. Like, go back where you're from. You know, the racists yell that shit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't serve them no more in that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, unless you're in sports and music and stuff like that, really serving, you know, these larger industries, yeah. they're not really unless fucking with us. you're in the NFL. Us. Right. Like, they don't care. Shout out to Junior Gallette, man. We, he just texted me just now while I was recording, man. He tore his other Kelly. Um, tendon, Jeez. I think it's called. Um, That's so painful. Yikes. Damn, man. This nigga's a whole Haitian thug where he's um, <laughs> he's prayed up and he said he's he's going to come back stronger. And I hope so. Because I don't even be knowing what to tell niggas when shit like that happened to them. I was like, damn. He t- I was like, fine, you know what to say to this nigga. But um, I'm praying for you, my nigga, Junior Gallette. You know what I mean? Hold it down. Get that motherfucking check from these white people and prosper. You know what I mean? Life's about shrimp and lobster. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> and That's a good the cable package. Yeah, because all fire stick. Because yeah, yeah, a fire stick. Yeah. What's wrong with you niggas is y'all out there boiling blue crabs all day, right? <laughs> and then you come online making fake pages. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a, it's it's like a. I don't understand it. It's like I don't know what causes it. You know what I mean? Is it the blue crabs? Or is it that you a blue crab? You understand what I'm saying? Like, is is yo people? I want, I got beef with the fake page nation. Like, I don't never do that shit. I really be speaking to y'all from my page. Like, yo, I, I tell you how I feel from my page. You say, what do you mean they make fake pages ass. to attack you? Yeah, like you go to the shit. She got two followers. Like, you like nigga, you made this shit to say this to me. <laughs> like. They don't. Like got, they real. got one tweet. Like they had, one they had tweet. to sign up and like get an email confirmation and, and go. Nigga, what are you going through in your life? Where you got this much time to do this? If you're that afraid, you should stop. You should stop. You know what? Because if I was in Friday the Thirteenth, I would never write Freddie. <laughs> I wouldn't write that nigga. Like you evidently scared. So why would you just be make an email and all this shit to write something to me to say whatever? Like fuck you, tax. And I'm like. Why the fuck you made a page to say that? You could have said that for your pal to just block you like I do everybody else. <laughs> and I, you know, my, what I do is I, I shoot at you. I just come at your head, bop, 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 and then block you. Yep. Don't let you say nothing back. You be mad as a motherfucker. But that's why, because you know? they know you're going to put their whole profile on blast and have yeah. your whole following come at them. So it's easier to just hit you from a face. I ain't got no followers like that. I don't think they just be attacking people and shit. No. I got a couple people that be popping up, be surprising me. Niggas be like, shut your fucking mouth. I be like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, my nigga, cool. <laughs> Yo, it's it's crazy that the following that this podcast shit brings. Like, you really don't realize how many people really listen to over hour of content talking and shit every mm-hmm. day. And work. from around the world too. When you look from at your analytics on SoundCloud, it's kind of mind blowing. So you be in public on the train and shit, and somebody come up and sit next to you, like, hi. So I don't want to be. I know that. Um, <laughs> I know you guys don't like this, but I and you be like, yo, fuck that shit. I'm thank you for listening. Like, look yeah. at my picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Good okay. looking out. But yeah. it trips you out when you see people actually fucking with your shit like that. Nah, mm-hmm. niggas know to fuck with my show. Like, I just I'm on some regular shit. I'd be like, yo, roll up. Like, yep. where y'all going? All right, we could go. 
Like I just, I'm just regular, and what I have realized is that I can't do that because these niggas are crazy out here. I have realized that also. As much as I'm just a people's person, I can't be at all times. As you niggas, I seen some fucking Mexicans in L.A. Them niggas was looking mad aggressive. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? They keep looking at me. So are you nigga, serious? Yeah, are and you Foot Locker, and he walked by me. He was like. Yo, nice sneakers, bro. And I was like, yo, good looking. He said, be safe, though, mad fast. I got shook. I jumped. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so like be safe, though. I was like, yo, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> but it, it was cool, but I had realized, I was like, niggas fucking know me, son, because I'm sitting here motherfucking footlocker and wherever the fuck I was at, Sherman Oaks or some shit, you know what I mean? And I'm like, some fucking... Some Mexican dudes know me, you know what I mean? I'm over here joking on Mexicans every week. I'm like, you niggas might bust me upside the fucking head <laughs> with a fucking pack of tortillas, you know what I mean? No, it's some t- not a pack of tortillas. And sometimes it's crazy. I was in the laundry room in my building. You know, you like folding your underwear and somebody's like, I love you. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I gotta move. God bless you. Right. I hope you shook them. You know how you shake that laundry and it pop like, Phew. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, literally was, I think that was probably the most awkward. You had to um, delicate out. Because I literally, I'm not even exaggerating. I was folding my underwear and she came, <laughs> she's standing there looking at me. I was like, okay, I guess my underwear is exciting to you. And then she's like, I'm, I love I'm, you. <laughs> shit. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, Freddie underwear might be exciting. <laughs> you know, you know. I don't know, Franny, go go to her page. Oh, no. Yeah, I stalk her page often. <laughs> I spend about 27 minutes um, a day. 27. <laughs> well, Instagram, I'd be mad when she don't post. I'd be like, she ain't posting two days. It's a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Go there and enjoy it and, 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 you know, and um, just soak up the energy, you know what I mean? Yep. She smelled mad good. Oh, <laughs> every time. That's Thank how I you. fell in love with her. I, I smelled her. I was like, oh, my God, why the fuck she smelled like <laughs> She smells like the shower was in the next room. Like, <laughs> mad clean. Because I'm such a dirty nigga. Like, clean people. I be like, oh, my God. I <laughs> saw you were like, you took your shower for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Snapchat. I, I try to get my weekend showers, my weekend shower in, like, around, around, around Friday. <laughs> Thursday-ish now. <laughs> I'm a dirty nigga. Yo, listen. I really am. I be saying this shit. People be like, shut up. I'm like, nigga, I'm being honest. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I wear the same clothes, like, at least four days straight. I change the shirt. You know what I mean? The sneakers. I had the same pants. So, like, I'm just that nigga because I don't care to just, I just don't care that much. You know what I mean? I never was just outside trying to be too sexy for my shirt. You know what I mean? I, I never cared. It just is like, whatever. You know what I mean? So that's what it is with me. Shout out to all the dirty niggas out there, man. It's a lot of us, you know what I mean? And our lives matter too. And you know what? We the ones who getting shot. So maybe we should take showers. But, um, <laughs> man. The only motherfucker that wasn't dirty that got shot was my man that was um, working in cafeteria. Oh. Oh, wait. The one that broke the... Which that was, one? That was with his girl in the car. And she taped the whole thing. Oh, okay. That was she... some tragic shit. This yeah, motherfucker yeah. was like, kids love him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember being little. When they say he was the cafeteria man, I, I had to really think back. Like, yo, what if the cafeteria man got killed yeah. when I was a kid? They right. was cool. They and was we'd have been devastated. Staff, they would let you cuss and shit. Yeah, was let cool you get away like with that. certain yeah. shit. Yeah. Depending on the lady, you get extra roll or something, extra yeah. chocolate milk. Like... Oh, it's just man. sad, man, and what an outpouring, right? After he, after that, that tragedy took place, mm-hmm. 
like parents, white parents, you know what I'm saying? Like they People like loved him. They're like, yo, his he was Phil. And my, I got to explain to my son that Phil's not here. They started getting it mm-hmm. at that point. You know what I'm saying? When that connection was made. So it's just tragic, man. Once again, a, a scenario where a motherfucker did everything right according to the books. Everything. Everything you told me you were supposed right. to do. Legal and next thing you know. Yeah, yeah, why the NRA not standing behind him? You know what I mean? Like, they're so... <laughs> you, you tell me why. <laughs> yeah. Try again. Because he can on... dance. <laughs> That's why, man. And even on the NRA Facebook, I saw um, a lot of the NRA, like, people you would never think would stand up for us were actually saying, like, wow, this is fucked up. You know, he did everything right, and you guys have made no statement. And these are, like, white people from middle America on the NRA Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, piss. I feel like they finally starting to see it and sometimes it has to hit that close yeah to home people are starting to finally wake up and make cer- certain connections and it sucks you know for people like justin timberlake you know when he came out and made the statement all lives matter and you know he had great intent behind it maybe but that's why he got slapped mm-hmm. may- maybe that is Perhaps. why he got slapped but, Karma. Uh, once people do start to wake up we do have to do a better job of trying to um educate people and not just be like oh fuck that because you yeah, know as, right. as black right. people we are fed the fuck up so it is hard in certain situations to say all right let me sit you down and tell you what's really going on and make the connections because you know if you work in an everyday job and you're just really not trying to either hear it or explain it then it's going to be hard but in this day and age we do need to do a better job of trying to connect with people from different communities and, and make them understand within reason you not in every situation how, how you can do it and still, and still, like you know, Tell the feel people, all right about it. Spread the gospel. You just put it in the apology. That's all you do. So, like, so, like, so you go ahead and, and go ahead and go, you know, hook off in that shit or whatever. But then, like, but you, you just, you just got to be okay with apologizing afterward because that's when you can have the teachable moment. So, like, you apologize. You do what you need to do. Just make sure you good with apology. You humble enough to apologize after and then teach the lesson. That's all you that way you satisfy. It's balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or take advantage. That's true. Like if you're a server, right? Hashtag Black Lives Matter on the ticket. If the white people are treating you bad. Put a little Suge Avery P in that shit. No. That's what you do. But I saw an article came out um, where they were saying, like, Trump's rise to power is the fact that he has poor white people thinking that we are their enemy and taking their jobs and that, you know, and it's, yeah. and they don't realize we're in the same boat <laughs> as your poor selves. Yeah. You know what I but mean? There's know, no poor competition. Poor white people is actually a little bit dumber than us. You know yeah. I mean? well, it's yeah. what I've come to realize from selling drugs in many neighborhoods, poor white neighborhoods across the United States of America. God bless um, you. You'd be surprised. Like I've been, I lived and grown up in the worst hoods ever. And to be in some of these neighborhoods is like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are dumb, slow, and they got guns, too. Like, they got guns. That's the crazy shit. They dumb and slow. That's, like, it's a little bit worse than, than, than Brownsville and other places like that. But And they on dope. And, like, they on every opiate you could possibly think of. Like, they just zombies. They filthy. Like, everybody crib is dirty. Yep. Like, it's just, this is, like, the the nature of every place that you land in these places. That's why I understand why they, they believe in Trump, because he's the richest white man in their eyes. You know what I mean? Well, he's playing up their slow so self-esteem. On their yeah, yeah, of course. So it's they the sitting easiest there, way. They, they, looking at, they looking at rappers and shit like that. They hate that type of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers sitting there richer than them, and they, they sitting there seven deep in the trailer, getting pregnant by a nigga that came down there to sell drugs to them. 
you right. know what I mean, to their daughter and shit. So, it like, it pray, it, you know, I don't know. Poor white people got to understand y'all living the same life as us. You know what I mean? It ain't no fucking difference. Trump don't give a fuck about us. Trump give a fuck about the rich. It ain't about um, black or white either. You know what I mean? I don't think for him. I think he is a racist also. The more and more I listen to him about building walls and shit like that and all types of shit. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Man. But if you think about it, that's what they scared of. The Mexicans are out there like, and they, I remember when I went to Atlanta a few years back and I was, I didn't know it was that many Mexicans in Atlanta. Hell yeah. I was, where were you at? Yeah. I didn't know when I realized right, it was when right. what happened was that I had went to jail, you know what I mean? I had came back home and then I had got up with some of my homeboys and they was getting bricks from niggas in Atlanta. And I was like, the fuck is you doing in bricks? Who gets bricks from Atlanta? It didn't make sense to me. And that's where the Mexicans was at. You know what I mean? They 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 stopped getting bagged in Arizona and they moved their ass to Atlanta. You know what I mean? So but I say all that to say this, man. Shout out to Philippe. Um <laughs> shout out to um um, Raul. Are you thinking of all the Mexicans uh, you know? From Atlanta. <laughs> I got Mexicans in Atlanta. Hector. Um, yeah, Hector. I got Mexicans in Atlanta at the end of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 well, niggas think they cowboys too. Hilarious. But anyway. <laughs> but, but, anyway. That's what, but that's what the article was saying. That it was saying that if only, you know, the poor whites would just settle down for a second and really see what is happening but it's like that's a that's a narrative that's hard to to get them to I see. almost do want to see Trump in I keep saying this because I just I don't I don't how worse could the could could United States get I think like yeah I think he going to fuck some shit up of course but it's just going to be like the most hilarious shit ever I think this would be I like to laugh you know what I mean? And I think this shit is going to be the joke of the fucking United States of America, of the world, like everything. This motherfucker said he's going to take all the oil. He said, no, I'm not going to just take a little bit. I'm taking all of the oil. <laughs> I wonder like, what other countries think of This is going to be the most us. fascinating shit ever. Like, he said he's taking, uh, it is, and it's kind of true in a sense because that's what motherfuckers go over there and do. Go take a little bit of oil. Right. And then shit heat up again and they go take a little bit of oil again. You know what I mean? And it's like, why you just don't take all the oil? But, you know, I'm not an advocate of you going to take nobody else natural resource that they own either. But it's to hear this motherfucker say that shit and they be like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. these motherfuckers is crazy. But he hasn't even presented a plan. Oh, he don't got no plan. What is He's plan? just going to use the army. He's going to be like, go over there and get that shit. That's why his supporters that are, like, so hyped about him. I'm like, but what is the plan that y'all are hyped about? (laughs) What's the plan? He has not discussed policy or any of that. Like, he just literally gets up and talks. And And it's just a one-man show. And it's just him performing. He's he's doing The Apprentice for years. He just knows how to talk and and bullshit. He just sits at a desk and, I mean, obviously he's a businessman. He's made tons of money, so he knows what he's talking about in that aspect. But he just gets on TV and we'll just introduce some niggas and keep it moving. He ain't talking about shit. Did he y'all can- ever think he would make it this far? Hell yes. no. I didn't. I didn't. I Honestly, I, did, I didn't. I did. This America is, crazy, is America is so Not the Republican nominee. I thought, you know, he'd, he'd just be fun for people to watch just for rating. Because, you know, media is still a business. Right. So I thought, you know, they just got, they just need the ratings. But for him to be the actual nominee, I can't, I totally 
sideswiped by that. If Arnold Schwarzenegger could be a mayor. <laughs> right. And I mean. And Reagan was a president. A governor. Donald, Donald Trump. Like, I mean, the big business tycoon that he is, it would not be surprising. Just from all them, especially you talk about him now, all the money he has, how he doesn't have to pay for shit. It's so easy to just put him in as a puppet. <laughs> so easy. It's scary. Fucking believable. I know other countries must be looking at us like, yo, what a joke. Americans are fucking Americans nuts. ass off and we plot really to get our so, ass. We're, we we're spoiled as fuck. Black people, like, I need black people to all understand that we are a joke. We're like we a reality. We need ourselves. We're yeah. reality yeah. TV we got for no other fucking countries. Roots. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, we got no roots. We're a fucking entertainment spectacle. We just, that's what they use us for, for all they laughter and entertainment. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he sing his ass off. He could do this. He could do that. You know they was out here breeding us and shit. You know what I mean? That's how I keep telling you. That's how Shaq and Serena was born. You know what I mean? But um, To go back to something Dustin was talking about earlier about us just needed to get into politics, mm -hmm. I think it's very important that we talk about voting. Like, we do a very poor job as black people. And it's not our fault, you know. Man, don't don't do that. I swear to you. Don't do that. I never felt like this. Listen, for years, people in came to me. And they didn't say, yo, man, you got to vote and you got to do this. And, you know, I always was with it. And I've heard people tell me, yo, fuck the voting shit also. And I'm like, nah, it don't make sense. And the more and more I understand shit, I'm like, yo, this voting shit is a fucking hoax. Like, they they, they already know who's going to be the president. You understand? Like, we sitting there looking like a whole bunch of bozos going hard. Like, no, vote for such and such. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If not to vote. And all it is is a gauge to figure out how the country is thinking. You know and what I mean? To figure out how the people is moving so they know how to move for the next couple years. I agree, my nigga. I just think about, like, my grandmother telling me about, like, being in Arkansas and then putting them, like, dogs and water hoses and shit on mm -hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? So I think about that and, and just on a surface level, I feel obligated to honor like her and my grandfather. You Yo, know, but you know what? They shit. put that on her also. They yeah. put that on her to for her to believe that, that, that this that, is what's that, gonna work yeah. and this is what's gonna help. But not even if if not for the to help, but to put people into politics so they can understand policy and understand how the system works mm -hmm. and why it's working against them. If people at least start at the voting process and figuring out how it breaks down in their own communities and what they're fighting for on that smaller scale, they'll understand how it plays into the bigger picture. And even if it doesn't they'll at least be better educated to go against the voting process and say, all right, fuck this. We all need to revolt. And this is what we really got to do to mobilize and do it. People don't know how to mobilize in their communities and they don't know where to find this information. And that's why when voting season comes around for the big ticket, it's like, all right, well, my ticket don't really matter. You didn't start in your community. So even if you don't vote this time around, start getting the process together for the next time around to put somebody else back in office that we really want. Yeah. Voting this year is tricky because it's like it's super the, less less, of, the lesser of two evils. Absolutely. It's like, who the fuck we going to vote for, man? Seriously. That's you why know, I can't even I, fault you for not wanting to vote. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and I just figured out I can vote. Like, you know, I was under the impression that I couldn't vote for years or whatever because of me having a felony. But somebody just basically broke it down to me and I can vote. But, um, you know, just really realizing how the, how the United States is ran and just everything and just how we just like just we really just those people when you watch those fucking like those movies and and like they they got the kings and everybody and they in the castles right. you the peasants that's who we are 
So when you really break it down, you're like, holy shit. They just, they just play tricks with us all day. They just give you a little bit like, all right, we're going to give you a little bit. You know what I mean? And we're going to give you a little bit. And we just keep accepting it. And it's a mental fuck. You know what I mean? It's a mental rape that we all accept. And we just sit there. And then we don't know no better. It's the, we the same as the people in fucking um, North Korea. Yeah. We are the fucking same. It's North Korea. Black people in America are the same as the fucking citizens in North Korea because they feed us whatever knowledge they want. And then they say, all right, this is how I go. And the laws are used to get motherfuckers. North Korea can't do shit. Yeah, Nothing. I saw a documentary on Netflix. That was mind no, blowing. Watch a whole bunch of shit. I watch so much shit on North Korea. I'm like, God damn. Like they don't have knowledge of anything. Like people sneak bootlegs in North Korea. Off. And different shit just to show them what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers is out there getting fucking 275 American dollars for a movie. Just and that and what's happening is that it's poisoning the people. And when they find out that you got any of that content, they kill you. Jeez. And that's what it is here. Once you gain a little bit too much knowledge, your voice start getting too big, they chop you off. It's the same thing, man. Like that's fucked we up. Gotta, man. We gotta educate ourselves, man, and we gotta educate each other, and we gotta educate our white friends because our white friends came up in the same generation as which we came, where they feel like it's not nothing going on, but it's like no, it ain't. It, it been going on, you know what I mean, and it's still going on now. So if we don't educate them, nobody really knows what's going on. Especially if you got white friends out there using the N word. I personally don't, mm-hmm. but they need to be educated. <laughs> You know, I grew up with a couple white people that, that used the N-word around me growing up, and I never really, you know, I never really looked down on it or looked at it in no type of way. And I always tell people, I think because it's how you raised, like, we was really, these motherfuckers grew up in East New York. Like, they did. Like, they could go on something and say, yo, I grew up in fucking East New York, Brooklyn. Or Brownsville, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's white people that have, right? You know what I mean? There's a couple that have. Yeah, but my my project too in Harlem. So they feel like family. just as much as you, as you do. You know what I mean? And maybe they not. You know, once they clean up a little bit and don't put the outfit on that we got on. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they fucking decide to take off them them big ass jeans and some and that's shit or the difference because if they go to the interview and clean up. Yeah. You know, they they guarantee that. Yeah, they're not, they're not trust the that Brian is gonna get that job over okay. our asses, whether he's from Brownsville not or not. No, more. no, and that's the difference. That was a <laughs> hell of an adjustment for me moving to New York, man. Mm-hmm. Like being around people that were not black, like like the Spanish community using the word nigga. You oh yeah, like, like like experiencing that. That was very very like challenging for me moving here because I came from a culture where if you heard somebody that was not, you know, black, which there are black Spanish people and shit, but at the time, you know, I had just got here. Shit. <laughs> so like, you know what I'm saying? But we, I, I came from a place where if you heard people that wasn't black using nigga, it was time to beat some up. It was time to whoop some ass. Mm-hmm. So like being here and hearing that and realizing, like you said, you know, just the different, the different factors that contribute to that and shit, it just, it changed me, man. And it was, that really was the beginning of me, like making like fundamental changes. Cause you kind of, when you come from like a, a urban environment and I didn't come from like, you know what I'm saying? A, 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 a um, whatever. When you come from an urban environment and shit, it's just, a, it's a, it's all about fundamentals and loyalty and shit. And like what you mm-hmm. built on. So that was hard. That was something that had been ingrained in me. 
and it was hard. So challenging that really opened up like me making other changes and shit in my life. So I don't know, man. It was just hard when you to hear you talk about that. It made me think about that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, but you know those that Spanish fucked me people up when I was moving. They here. grew up next to us. I remember exactly. we had a um like in my family is like Honduran, but you know we was like mostly all dark skin. So people assumed you assumed was just, we was just yeah, you know um, black Americans, yeah, African Americans from down south and shit. Yeah. And <laughs> when 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 fucking um. We had like Puerto Rican neighbors. I never forget Nikki, Nancy, because I remember their names clearly because they used to call each other out the window all day. Nancy, <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> but um, you know they used to do weird shit like pissing the driveway out of nowhere to little girls and shit like that. <laughs> and you know, tax grew around some characters. Man, you be remembering no, some I, shit. I, I, my block was lit. See, my block <laughs> had like probably nine houses on it. The rest was lots, and it's a huge block. So right. like, I grew up like a right next door it was like a dope house. Like probably the motherfuckers went down, went to the feds for life and shit. But they had like it was like a lot of dope fiends. But yeah, I grew up around some shit. But um, Nikki and Nancy, like you know, they was like I remember they said nigga one day, and I was like, like what? And I had to realize like yo. They really, you know, they live in the same struggle that we live in. Like, yeah, it's true. Cause I, you know, I always say I'm from the projects of Harlem, and that that was just common. Even the white kids that <laughs> grew up around us, the Latinos, the blacks, it was common to say it. Nobody cared. The only time I realized it was a problem was when I was older and out of the hood and saw how people <laughs> reacted to it. That's when I was like, okay, this isn't acceptable conversation. Oh, Imagine. Baby. But in the projects, it is because that's all you know. <laughs> oh, baby. Because for, for me, I, I grew up in Atlanta, and you know, like, snap music, trap music, all that BS. But a white person saying anything sounding close to nig, it's just kind of <laughs> like everybody's about to look with their eyebrow raised, like, what you about to do there? Yeah. So... Spanish people, Mexicans even, we didn't even, I don't even think we're trying to use the word down there, but up here was a change for me because there, I met. Where you was at? Atlanta. Are you from Atlanta? Oh, I'm from Atlanta. All right. But, um, I'm not no projects though, you know, I don't, right. I don't know your Mexicans What part of Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> the, the pro, them niggas definitely wasn't for the projects. I tell you that, motherfuckers had money. <laughs> they had money and, um, and, and pointy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just hard hearing sometimes from Dominicans because you know some Dominican people will be like, "Oh, we not black, we not African American, but, we'll but we'll say the N word." It's like, "Well, hold the fuck up, mm-hmm. man." Yeah, That's true. Don't be no selective motherfucker. I fuck the Dominican sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, I'm cool. I'm cool with mad Dominican people. And that's the reason why I be saying fuck them so much, because I like know a lot of them. Nah, yeah, motherfuckers is crazy. Y'all really Dominican just try to crazy. choose when y'all want to be a minority on you black yes. or when you want to be that's fake true. white. I can definitely, you, you know what I mean. Like, admit that that's definitely out. our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them dudes is crazy, and they like they act like they're not from a third world country. Like they're just so accepted. Nah, they actually only accepting you because of your skin. They feel you stupid. You know what I mean? You clean toilets well and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, 
I don't know what the fuck be wrong with them. Them niggas get me mad. Like, Dominicans in New York yeah. City really anger me. The, the, yeah, no, and you lot. know what? That's because I'm, my mom is Dominican. Mm-hmm. And growing up, like, uh, there are a lot of people that are always like, oh, you don't really claim that you're Dominican or you don't really talk about it. You're not out here, like, running down the street with the flag. I don't know what people expect me to do. <laughs> like, what you mean? <laughs> Wear a jacket the, the with it on my back. Right. Am I supposed to be the, like, sheriff of the parade? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I've always, I've always connected with just being black and this has been since I was little cuz my family would always make me feel bad cuz I had you know bad hair according to them or I was dark skin or I was the ugly one cuz I was darker than everybody else so I repelled it in a way like I was like I'm not going to fuck with a culture that doesn't fuck with me mm-hmm. and obviously that's a personal experience and I'm not putting that on the entire Dominican Republic yeah. but growing up if your family on that side is telling you that you're trash because you're black you're going to have a, a you're going to feel a way about it mm-hmm. and I've just always kind of distanced myself I think now with age and starting to understand colorism and you know all these things at play cuz even my family, you know, that's coming from who they learned it from. And it's just like a bad cycle. So you can't really blame them. But trying to understand them is where I'm at now. But I've always been very distant. And I can admit that. Like, because people, you know, be like, oh, you should do more Dominican stuff. <laughs> and I'm usually like, okay. <laughs> it's not a culture that embraced me growing up. So what they wanted you to do, smoke hookah? <laughs> No, but just, you know, shout it out more. I don't know. <laughs> Wear a varsity jacket that has a flag on the front. <laughs> and I love my mom, you know. Uh, obviously, like, my mom and I are tight. But even my mom is distant from the Dominican culture. Like, mm-hmm. she, she's like, I was dying out there. <laughs> like, I came to the States to get a job and change our lives. Really? So that's a lot of the distance I experienced, too, you know. But colorism in Dominican Republic fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Last time I was there a truck uh, full of Haitians drove by and they were like packed in there like cattle and I stopped in shock to stare and this girl just starts laughing at me she was like what? Like she was so desensitized I guess at that point mm-hmm. yeah. that those are humans in a pickup truck mm-hmm. you know and, and, I, and the way yeah, she I, laughed I it killed you, me fuck, fuck y'all niggas man y'all think y'all better than niggas man y'all got fucking about four more houses with electricity than Haiti you know what <laughs> right. I mean y'all got y'all two more beaches and the resorts and y'all wanna act foolish and this is the problem with the Dominican community y'all come over here and y'all y'all look good and shit I ain't gonna lie your asses is nice and all that shit is beautiful and all that you know what I mean but my thing is this you cannot be acting the way y'all fucking act. Like you just, like you built from wealth and you come from wealth and you just so high and mightier than everybody else. Y'all gotta fucking chill out. You know why? Because your uncle drives a fucking cab. You understand what I'm saying? Your other uncle sells cocaine. You understand? He oh cool. He provide for the family okay. But he going to jail in three years. You dig it? I'm saying? Because his little nephew Hector gonna get locked up for oh fucking God. two ounces. And he gonna fucking tell on the nigga that got all the bricks. You know, no tax be having the most detailed stuff. Yo, yo, he be <laughs> this how it go. I, I be dying on, exactly on Instagram. This how it go. He be calling the fuck out some shit. I be enthralled, like, like, oh shit, I'm in the scene. Yo, tax stories on Instagram. I be like, but is this a real story? <laughs> 
be so deep be some shit that, with that, names that, and streets. Yo, that that happened on. 30 times already. If it happened 30 times, it's going to happen 30 more. That's one thing I figured out, man, in life. Like, you could tell a story. Like, it's a, it's a, I got a story for every little situation. I got one. It's right there. It happened already. Like, and it's true. That's where wisdom comes from. Wisdom is knowing what what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And just having understanding. Like, yo, man, I've seen this shit happen before. You know what I mean? Okay, Jim. And that's what it is, man. Take and I say home. that to say this, man. Shout out to all of Dominican bitches with fat asses and 275,000 oh followers. No disrespect from taxis and podcasts. You know what I mean? We love all of y'all, man. Any hookah spot y'all at this weekend. <laughs> no, and those I mean? listening, I wish yeah. y'all would have these conversations. Share your though. doctors because I know a couple share black women that want to holler at them. <laughs> No. Be safe though. <laughs> I'm for the people. <laughs> Don't judge me, niggas. Not really. <laughs> nah, shout out to all the Dominican women, man. Y'all, y'all take some great pictures, man. You should have a colorism episode, Tax, with Dominican women. That'd be dope. I don't know who I should use. Maybe I should use Barreline. My friend Barreline is Dominican. Oh, I have heard her. She got this thick-ass accent. Everybody was like, don't have her back on. I hate her voice. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely bringing her back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely bringing her back. Anytime they hate somebody, you got to bring her back. You got to bring her back. You got to bring her back one more time. Nah, it would be a dope conversation. Yeah. I'm going to bring Barreline. We're going to have a colorism episode. I'm going to have you. I'm going to have one of my Arab homeboys. Mm. I'm going to have fucking... Um, That'd actually be really dope. I'm going to have one of my white friends and shit. You know what I mean? Andrew Schultz. Um, <laughs> fuck Andrew Schultz. Um, Ableist Andrew Schultz. You should have him. Who else? I might get Premium Pete because he's like white. Oh, and my God. He he's so there unfiltered. Italian, and like he likes to make spaghetti and shit like that. So we might get Premium Pete this time. You know what I mean? I might bring wax as the token black dude. <laughs> what a lineup. <laughs> you got to mix up the personalities oh sometimes, God. man. Shit clash correctly, man. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Wax out there having sex with all the white women in New Jersey. I'm proud of you. I'm scared you know for you to mean? put wax in the room with Give Frank. Back. Give with back. me? Yeah. Why? Wax is one of them niggas. What? what? Shout out to Wax. He just no, no. You look at, <laughs> Franny is my woman. Head. Like I told you, I had created a stalking plan. Well, like couple, like what I do is I wake up, right? I go on my tweet rant. I smoke my weed, and I'll be like, let me check her page. Like, she ain't post shit again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tags. Yeah, I need to grow up. But <laughs> keep eating your spinach, Popeye. <laughs> trying to get you on olive oil. I'm I'm just trying to I'm just I'm just trying to um build. You understand? Build a bridge to get over the bullshit. That's all you, you need sometimes. Man. I've been through a lot. Generational you know I mean? wealth, Zach. Generational Ooh. wealth. Life's about progression, you know what I mean? Life's about progression and not making fake pages, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more you could do. Think about it, man. What would your mother feel on her grave if she found out that her son was making fake pages? <laughs> You know what I mean? How was she feeling in heaven? They say, hey, you heard what your son did today, right? <laughs> <laughs> he made three fake pages. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all the fake pages out there. Yo, we walking past fake pages and don't know it. Like, we think they people, but they like fake pages. This shit is like the Matrix. You Man, I mean? that's crazy. Like, yo, this nigga's a fake page. Like, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta find them, you gotta spot them. 
You know what I mean? You got like Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a fake page quest. I be looking at niggas like, yeah, yep. You look like one. How you, you tell like somebody that you look like a fake page on Twitter? What's some, what's some of the signs, Tax? What we need to look out for, man? Man, you got to look for lack of confidence, um, lack of aggression, um, lack of l- lack of lack of a lot. Actually, they lack so much because so that it's mean like, they had a pair of lugs on. Perhaps, okay. perhaps, Damn. perhaps, okay. definitely, a pa- definitely a fucking pair of lugs. A <laughs> pair of lugs will cause you to do some shit like that. You never know. Or you know, you always gotta look. You always gotta look for the motherfucker. This is what I realized, yo. The men, right, that make fake pages. Most of them, it be the niggas. It be the niggas that be like, they say shit like, they say shit like, she only fuck with him because he got money. Like niggas that say shit like that will make a fake page. I'm telling you. Like it's certain shit. Like I be seeing it being said in passing. I be like, oh my god, what made you say that, my nigga? And I'd be like, that nigga will make a fake page. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we need to start this hashtag up called that nigga will make a fake page. <laughs> that we nigga need right to spot there actions. We need to spot actions in certain <laughs> oh um, certain ways and, and and signs and men that show you that they are capable of making a fake page. You know like what I mean? Like that pastor that was at the Republican convention. <laughs> what's that black? What's that nigga name? <laughs> Yo, I don't even know his name. Lied about being a kappa and shit. What was his name? (laughs) He lied about being a kappa. Yeah, he lied about being a kappa. And that that chapter spoke up real quick like, yo, that nigga is lying. We don't know. We don't know who he is. But how are you going to lie about something that That can be researched? He's not a kappa. Right. Why do people always lie but about being a But when you see his face tags, watch the nigga look like he'll make a fake page, man. That's some shit you used to lie about? I'm about to lose that lie. I'm like, hello, my name is Tack Stone, and I'm a kappa. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this evening? <laughs> <laughs> Do kappas get, like, some sort of respect out here? I guess he was trying to get some, What's know, the best fraternity down. to be down with? So I know. So I can lie about it. Tax would be a, a Q, I you, think. Yeah, I was about to say, you, you would be a Q if What's you were a in a frat. If they were stepping, the, the I wasn't and, doing the that. purple and gold. So they got the wrong Okay, name. so you was just the one out with They're the They're the ones that bark up. at women, Tax. Yeah. <laughs> they the dogs and shit. They bark at women at parties. I ain't barking at no chick. What's wrong with y'all? Unless she got a dog filter on. Dude, that's different. Unless she got a dog filter Because you know on. they got the puppy filter on you calling bitch and then they get offended. I'm like, listen, sister, you brought this upon yourself. This is nothing personal. This is not a personal attack. <laughs> but, you know, you know, let's get back to the community, y'all. Uh, we tipsy ahead. Listen, these niggas force drugs upon me. I want nope. nothing to do with it. He's lying. You know what I mean? This is the second day that people force things upon me. I seen Ferris yesterday, and the motherfucker Ferris tried to force red meat upon me. And all I was asking the nigga was for some clothes. I'm like, can I get some clothes, nigga? I know all you niggas do is design clothes and make clothes. And he's like, yo, you should try this burger out. Like, nigga, I don't eat red meat. <laughs> what a trade, though. You know, these niggas, I say all that to say this. These niggas ain't shit. You know what I mean? So, uh. What's <laughs> your statement? Shout out to motherfucking Fredzo, motherfucking hey. podcast. And this bitch clowning on Taxstone, but kicking real <laughs> shit, though. But, right. you know kicking saying? real shit. You know, we just we just giving y'all the motherfucking um, the medicine through the motherfucking candy. Every you time. You know what I mean? Take it, preserve it, don't pawn these jewels, treasure them. 
You know what I mean? Um, give them to your to your offspring. You know what I mean? And and, and just keep it pushing, my nigga. Friends on motherfucking podcast is Sante, um, Franny, motherfucking Dustin. We in a motherfucking building. They got yeah. the live show August motherfucking thirteenth. Make right. sure you go to friendszonelive dot com and get their motherfucking tickets. And also make sure that you realize that I'm coming for you motherfuckers. I need y'all to understand this shit. Like, stealth preservation, you understand what I'm saying, is the key factor to Mm. all wars. You understand what I'm saying? Move stealth-like, you know what I mean? And I want you niggas to understand that you're not going to understand yet. But when you do understand, you will. God bless. Break that shit down. Be safe, though. (laughs) I love it This episode of Tax Season Was produced by Jonathan Menna And executive produced by Chris Morrow This is an official Loudspeakers Network Production